What's up, guys? Ryan Horn here, and welcome to the Extraordinary Man Podcast. This is the one and only podcast specifically designed to help married businessmen create more profit and purpose in their business without sacrificing their family, health, or marriage in the process. Each week, I interview some of the world's most extraordinary men, including seven- and eight-figure entrepreneurs, elite athletes, best-selling authors, and world-class speakers. Hey, what's up? Today is going to be a recap of my interview with Grant Baldwin, and Grant was an amazing guy. He provided tons of value in the full episode. So growing up, Grant talked about how he was in a youth group, and he had a youth pastor that was really influential, and so he wanted to do the same. He went to Bible college. He was a youth pastor for a while, but he also loved speaking. He started to develop this love for speaking. And eventually he decided he wanted to make a transition full-time to become a speaker, but he didn't really know how to do it. And his wife was pregnant at the time, and he was really questioning himself, questioning things, you know, can I do it? Can I make this happen? And he had a period of about nine months where he was working all of these odd jobs and just trying to make money, basically, and trying to learn how to speak and how do you actually get paid to speak. And I asked him what his breakthrough moment was, and this was really powerful. He talked about his first paid speaking gig. He got paid thousand dollars to speak in front of 300 high school students for like an hour and he put all this work into his talk and he ended up getting a standing ovation and the event organizer afterwards handed him the check and he went out to his car and literally cried because he said that was such a vote of confidence for him and it was like all of his hard work was paying off and he believed it was actually possible so that thousand dollar check to him felt like a million dollars I also asked him what he loves about speaking. He said he loves the opportunity to make impact, and he also loves the real-time feedback with the audience, which you don't really get. You know, if somebody reads your book, you don't get to see that person reading your book and their reaction, right? Even this podcast, if you're listening to this right now, chances are I'm not going to actually see you listening to it and see your reaction to it. When you're speaking, you get to see the real-time impact of what you're saying, which is pretty cool. And he started something called the Speaker Lab about five or six years ago now. And I asked him about that. So essentially, he wanted to help people who have potential, but they know they need a plan. So basically, if you feel like you're a good speaker or you have the potential to be a good speaker, but you don't know how to monetize it, then the Speaker Lab would be a good fit for you. And then he talked about his five-step framework. It's the acronym SPEAK. So the S is you have to select a problem to solve. So who are you gonna solve a problem for and what's the problem that you're going to solve? It can't be everybody, right? You you must pick a niche. He talked about being a steakhouse versus the buffet, right? The steakhouse does one thing, but they do it really, really well. The buffet does lots of things, but they're all kind of mediocre. So you wanna be like the steakhouse. P is prepare. You gotta prepare your talk and make sure that you have a clear solution that you're providing for your audience. E is establish. You have to establish yourself as the expert. So a couple things that you need when you're starting out is you need a website and you need a demo video because people are not going to take you serious if you don't have those things. And for demo video, he went fairly deep into that about, you know, what's that like? It's kind of like a movie trailer, right? You want to whet their appetite, but they, so they can see what you're like, but so they want more. A is for acquire paid speaking gigs. So there's a system and there's a process behind that, but really what it comes down to is you have to be proactive and you have to take action because the speaking gigs are not just going to come to you. And then K is know when to scale, right? So lots of times speakers do more than just speak. They're authors or maybe they're coaches or something like that, or they have other products available. So know when it's time to scale with those other things. 
Then we talked about some practical marketing tips, like how do you actually get paid? So first of all, he said that everybody starts from scratch, right? But you have to be really clear with your goals. So first of all, do you wanna do this full time? Do you wanna do it part time? Do you wanna do it as just like some lead generation for your business and maybe speak for free? So there's different options. You need to define what you want, first of all. And also realize that you can get paid in a lot more ways than just the speaker fee, right? Again, you could go speak for free, but maybe you sell your book at the end or you sell a coaching program at the end. And if a bunch of people sign up for that, well, then you made a bunch of money, right? So there's different ways to do things and there's different ways to make money besides just your speaker fee. I asked him, how do you figure out what to charge, especially when you're first starting out? And uh, he actually has an amazing speaker fee calculator. Uh, I'll make sure that there's a link to that down in the show notes below, but it depends obviously upon your industry, your experience level, and also how professional do you look? Do you, do you have a nice professional website and demo video or do you not have either of those or does it not look very good, right? All of those things matter. I asked him about investing in himself and he said it's incredibly important uh, for him to get around people that are ahead of where he's currently at. He talked about in specific a mentor he has that he meets with on a monthly basis who's about 20 years older than him. And so, I mean, he's just further along in life and so he can go to him for wisdom and this guy has an extremely successful business he's been married for 40 years so he's living the life that grant wants to live 20 years from now and so i think that's brilliant getting around somebody like that i talked about how he manages being a business owner and trying to be a great dad and a great husband at the same time so one of the things that he said was setting clear boundaries right because it's very easy to work too much especially if you love what you do so when you're done with the day you got to be done with the day and he also talked about these one-on-one trips that him and his wife they take turns taking each of their children on and I thought that was amazing. And it's just really all about being intentional, right? And he also talked about his phone, how that can be a big distraction. And I think everybody can relate to that, right? It's easy to just look at your phone and start scrolling through something. And even though, you know, you didn't get a message, you know, nothing important happened, it just becomes a a bad habit, right? Where we're not doing anything and we're like, we want to be busy doing something. So we start looking through our phone. Then I also asked him what advice he would give to his 20 year old self. And at this time he had just gotten married. And he said, number one, enjoy the moments. He talked about a lot of hard times that him and his wife went through when they were in their early 20s. They're eating hamburger helper every night for dinner. And number two, he said he was worried a lot about how things were going to play out, how things were going to turn out, you know, if he could actually make speaking work, all these different things. So his next piece of advice would be just to chill out. And of course, I asked him what his definition of an extraordinary man is. And he said, who you are is more important than what we do and success in business without being a great dad without being a great father is really pretty much worthless so he loves men and he thinks of extraordinary men as guys that are killing it personally and guys that are really intentional they're killing it in the areas that actually matter which business is one of those but being a great dad and being a great father and those areas are obviously more important this was just the tip of the iceberg so i would recommend if you've not already listened to the full episode go check it out Guys, thanks so much for joining me on another episode of the Extraordinary Man Podcast. Here's the thing, you're never going to maximize your potential on your own. So I'm personally inviting you to come and join me in the private Extraordinary Man Facebook group so you can level up your business and your life. Just head over to Facebook and type Extraordinary Man into the search box and it will show up as the first result. 
Iron Sharpens Iron, and this is the number one place for you to connect with me and other like-minded men who are on a mission to maximize their potential. My goal is to help you become the man God created you to be in all areas of your life. So come and join us in the Facebook group and upgrade your business and your life. I'll see you on the next episode.